0: and use promo code PDB at
1: checkout. It's December 26th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. I've got an update, my friends. It's a dirty green update. For folks new to the podcast, you might not know what that is, but I bet you have heard about green energy or renewable energy. Yeah, we're talking about solar panels and wind turbines, plus the batteries that store and distribute all that energy. And of course, who can forget the electric vehicles in this green revolution? But, and there's always a but, how green is that green energy? And that's not a question that we hear asked very often, is it? Instead, we hear about dirty oil or dirty coal or dirty natural gas. And the argument goes that they're also very dirty and bad because of their terrible environmental records or their ties to foreign dictators. And of course, they're causing of climate change. But what about green energy? Is it really you know, green or clean or renewable? Well, that's what we're going to be digging into all this week. It's an update and a refresh on my five part series of whether this new energy revolution is really the picture of purity that we are also very often told Or rather, are there dirty secrets that people would prefer that we not talk about? And I'll spoil things just a little bit by giving you the bottom line up front. It's not green, it's not clean, and it is not renewable. And that is why I call it, and why we should all call it, Dirty Green Energy. Now, before we begin, one very important thing to keep in mind This five-part series is not designed to specially denigrate solar, wind, or electric vehicles, nor is it to demand that you or anyone else refuse to buy, say, a Tesla or no more solar panels for your house. Instead, this series is designed to scrutinize this new form of energy no differently than we do for oil and gas and coal. And by doing so, I give you the facts and the data so that you can make the best decision for you and your family about whether to buy into it And most importantly, whether the country should buy into it, right? Sound fair? Let's get to it. Let's talk about some dirty green energy and let's kick this thing off today with solar panels. So here's how we're going to start. I want you to imagine you've decided to install solar panels on your roof, but ask yourself, where did that panel come from? And I don't mean your local installer. I mean, the panel itself, it's origin story, if you will. Well, to answer that question, we have to disassemble the panel. We have to remove the frame, take apart the big black shiny glass module, and then look at the individual solar cells. But you have to actually keep going deeper, deeper into those individual cells because they all had a chemical birth. So the material that we're talking about here is called polysilicon. To understand this key ingredient and frankly, this complicated process, let's talk about something that we all know, making bread. And of course, when you make bread, you start with the dough. Well, with solar panels and those individual cells, your dough is the polysilicon. This material is made through a very complex, sometimes dangerous process named after a German company. It's called the Siemens process. And I won't bore you with the intricate details of making this polysilicon dough, but here's what you need to know. It takes a lot of energy and scientific know-how to make that polysilicon. For a long time, only European and American companies knew how to do it well. It was a trade secret. Then in about the year 2006, there was an Italian man who used to work for an American company. He made a deal with a Chinese firm called the Daquan Group. He agreed to tell them how to make this secret polysilicon dough in exchange for a different kind of dough. Big piles of cash. Now, he wasn't supposed to, but he did it Anyway. That's according to reporting from the National Public Radio back in July of 2021. Regardless, the result of what he did was the birth of a global solar revolution. Because China could suddenly dominate the market. Not because of that Siemens Dough process necessarily, although that was very critical. Rather, because the Chinese company, Daquan, added two new ingredients. Very cheap electricity and very cheap labor. So here's that story. So do me a favor, pull out a map of China and take a look at that far western region. It's called Xinjiang, and it's got two things in abundance. First, coal-fired electricity plants. In fact, some of the greatest concentration of both coal and coal plants in the world are in Xinjiang. And along with it, as you would expect, some very cheap energy. Now, the second thing that Xinjiang has is slaves living in concentration camps. According to the United Nations and others like the U.S. State Department, the communists in Beijing have enslaved a group of their own people called the Uyghurs. They're ethnically different from other groups in China. They look different. They have a distinct culture and they're Muslim as compared to the rest of the atheist Chinese people. Well, all of that cheap energy and slave labor living in concentration camps was like rocket fuel for the manufacturing industry in that part of China. They now create all kinds of cheap products from clothing to Christmas decorations. And yes, the polysilicon dough that is the foundation of creating solar panels. So to demonstrate the point, I have a question for you, a little bit of a fun quiz. I want you to guess how much of the world's supply of polysilicon comes from China? Because actually, if we knew that, it would help us answer part of the big question for why we're here. How dirty is green energy? Well, according to data from the U.S. Geological Service and Bloomberg News, 75 to 80% of the world's supply of polysilicon comes from that one region of China, powered by coal and made by slaves. And by the way, if you're wondering about America, well, the United States, we produce around 3% of the world's polysilicon supply okay so now that we have the foundation of our solar panel the polysilicon dough i want you to imagine that you've put that dough in the oven and you're baking your loaf of polysilicon well that loaf is called an ingot in the manufacturing world but just like a loaf of bread you have to slice it up to enjoy it when you slice an ingot you get something called wafers and then with a bit more manufacturing you get individual solar cells What's important to know is that this manufacturing process of baking and slicing our solar bread, it's very energy intensive. And again, that's why the cheap coal plants and slaves in Xinjiang, China are so important for solar panels. But if you thought that all that was bad, oh, it gets so much worse. So not only does Beijing control about 80% of the world's polysilicon supply, again, those loaves of bread, they also control over 90% of the wafers and 85% of the solar cells. Again, the slices of bread. That data, by the way, is according to Bloomberg News analysis from last year. So what I'm trying to say here, folks, is that in addition to controlling the manufacturing process for solar panels, we've got a foreign power controlling the supply of our solar energy. It's no different than, say, an Arab dictatorship controlling the oil supply. But we got to keep going. It keeps even getting dirtier. To continue with our baking analogy, so now that we have our solar cells, all those slices of bread, we have to stick them together into sheets, kind of like squishing slices of bread together side by side. That creates something called the solar modules. Those are, at least for our purposes, kind of the end product, more or less, because of course we need a metal frame to put it all together, keep it from falling apart. But the point here is that China controls the module market as well, about 82% of the world's supply. And as ever, America controls very little of the module manufacturing process, only about 10% or so, at least according to Bloomberg News and Wall Street Journal reporting. Whew, all right, lots of facts and data this morning. So let's pause for a moment and recap. We now know That upwards of 80% of the world's polysilicon supply comes from China. Meanwhile, over 90% of the wafers are from there as well. Same is true with the solar cells and the modules with 82 and 85% control respectively. And all of that, all of it is made with coal-fired electricity, mostly by the hands of slaves living in concentration camps in the modern dictatorship that is communist China. In short, ladies and gentlemen, that means that the overwhelming supply of the world's solar panels, at least at this moment in time, are not green. They are not clean. They are dirty. Ah, we should also remember two other dirty green environmental issues. During the manufacturing process, we have to add into our solar panels some modest amounts of copper, zinc, and silver. And all that, of course, requires mining. Well, as we all know, mining isn't green. It requires massive amounts of electricity and diesel, all from oil and coal and natural gas. So the bottom line, folks, is that before we ever put that solar panel on our roof, from the moment those things are born, we have a nasty case of dirty green energy. But we're not done. Oh, no, it gets worse. But before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. For my paid subscribers on the Apple platform, no ads for you, but for everybody else, not to worry. We'll be back shortly. And when we do, I'm going to tell you even more about how dirty the global supply of solar panels really is. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about PureTalk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that PureTalk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. PureTalk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. PureTalk. Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com Baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off Thinking it's too costly or too complicated, or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle and they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com
1: welcome back to the pdb today we are exploring solar panels as part of our five-part series on what many people usually call green energy but as we just covered these technologies aren't really green at all or at least not as green as some would have us believe in fact they're pretty darn dirty and that's why we should really call this stuff dirty green energy but as bad or as surprising as some of these past few minutes have been maybe for many of us most of us in fact It gets worse. As PDB listeners know, America's not supposed to import goods from that Xinjiang area in China. And that's because we all know about the forced labor of the Uyghur slaves. In fact, Joe Biden signed into law something called the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act back in December of 2021. Well, as you can imagine, for all those Chinese solar panel makers, that law created a real pickle. They had to find a way to break American law. And keep selling their dirty green solar panels to us and the world so they scratched their heads and thought about how can we trick the system how can we get around these bands well they did it and here's how as we now know from a u.s commerce department investigation released in december of 2022 these chinese companies did one of two things First, they moved their end production of solar panels to the countries of Vietnam, Thailand, and Cambodia. Or second, they sent the finished solar panels to those same countries and just slapped a new label on them, saying, say, made in Vietnam. In other words, they just evaded the ban by switching production to new countries. And with that, they then sent those solar panels to America and Europe on ships that use diesel, by the way. And then they put those solar panels on diesel powered trains and trucks, eventually getting to your local panel installer, who then, of course, puts them on your roof. But this raises a very curious question. Since we obviously know that the Chinese are cheating, why aren't we stopping it? Well, there is one reason for that and one reason only. Joe Biden has decided to let it happen. Pretty remarkable. Here's what we know. Back in June, as the U.S. Commerce Department was investigating this cheating Chinese issue, Mr. Biden effectively ripped the teeth out of that investigation. What he did was he issued a declaration saying, that we have an emergency, a climate emergency? And that justified this. Any companies in Southeast Asia caught cheating with these cheating Chinese solar panels, lying about who they are or where they came from? Nobody will be punished. No tariffs, no bans, nothing. According to CNBC reporting, senior Biden officials acknowledged doing this, but they said that they were justified in doing so. The reason why? Well, America has virtually no domestic supply chain to create these panels, which, yes, we all know now. We just covered it. So what Biden did was lots of declarations saying that we need a temporary bridge until we can develop our own industry, our own domestic solar industry, which is going to take around two years time, they said. And it's going to happen that fast because Biden officials claim that the Inflation Reduction Act is going to get us there. As PDB listeners know, that's a new law that doesn't have, frankly, anything to do with inflation or reducing it, but rather it's $380 billion worth of incentives and giveaways to help subsidize solar panel production here America. But we should probably ask, is that true? In two years time, does any reasonable person in the solar industry think that we can build an entire solar panel supply chain? Well, the answer is no, there is not a chance. Industry analysts are predicting that it will take anywhere from five to 15, maybe even 20 years to build out an all American or American only supply chain from the polysilicon dough to the cutting of the loaf, those ingots and the wafers. And then, of course, the final assembly of the modules and the panels themselves. So that's the deal with the devil that Mr. Biden has made. He's allowing solar panels made by Chinese slaves and concentration camps to flood into America, all to stop climate change and hopefully this bridge to an American-made solar industry. And yet... When you talk to solar industry analysts, they will tell you that it's not going to just take a couple years. It's going to take at least five upwards of 20 before we ever get there. Meaning, and here is the key takeaway, my friends, China will control this dirty form of energy for years to come. And it's no different than, say, Saudi Arabia controlling oil. All right, my friends, let's take one more break. When we come back, we've got some more dirty facts to talk about, all centering on this next problem. What happens to those solar panels when they stop working? Because depending on the manufacturer, that can be as few as 10 years. Well, as it turns out, most of those panels go straight to your local landfill. And sometimes the toxic chemicals inside of those panels go straight into your drinking water. We'll be right back with those dirty details.
0: Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no prep, no mess meals, save time, and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors' fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound, and I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com/pdb50, that's 50, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com PDB50. You get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month, while your subscription is active.
1: Welcome back to the PDB, ladies and gentlemen. Before we wrap up today's brief, we have one final dirty green fact to talk about. China solar panels have a manufacturer's warranty of about 10 to 15 years. Better made panels can last upwards of 30 years, but it really depends on their use, their care and damage from things like hail. But at some point, they got to come down. Their energy lives are over. But where do they go? Well, as of this moment, they get thrown away in a dump. And it is there in your local landfill that studies have shown that they leach toxic chemicals. And if that dump isn't properly sealed, those chemicals soak into the groundwater. Water that will eventually, we will drink or put on our lawns or irrigated crops. That's all according to an expose done by the Los Angeles Times in July of 2022, looking at the solar industry in California. And that's especially remarkable because the Golden State has been a leader in installing solar panels for over 20 years now. So you would think that if any state were ahead of the curve on this, namely to build out a recycling program for these dead solar panels, well, it would be them. But it's not, and they haven't. According to the LA Times, there are now millions of solar panels set to retire in just the next couple of years in that state, and there's virtually no recycling efforts underway, at least not at scale. And the reason for that has to do with money. According to a study by the National Renewable Energy Laboratory, they estimate that it will cost about one to $2 per solar panel to send them to a landfill. But to recycle those solar panels, that'll take 20 to $30 per panel. And you're only gonna get back two to $4 in recycled material. So the numbers just don't pencil out for recycling. And that's why they're being dumped even in the very super liberal state of California. But, and here is a remarkable fact, there are a handful of recycling companies in California that take solar panels, but those panels are almost exclusively trucked to Arizona, where only some of them get recycled or others just go into a landfill there. just to, again, emphasize something, those landfills in Arizona may or may not be sealed to prevent leaching of toxic chemicals. And that creates a deadly cesspool of chemicals that go into our soil and our drinking water and irrigated crops. And that's pretty remarkable to think about and horrifying. But you know what? That's kind of been the theme of the day, hasn't it? Which might lead some of you to say, oh, come on, man, is there anything positive or good about these solar panels? Well, all right, that's a fair and good question. For folks of you who live off-grid, You bet, solar panels are an important solution for you. For farmers and ranchers with isolated pastures, solar powered pumps to water your animals could be a very good thing. And actually, speaking of agriculture, there's a study underway in California to put solar panels above irrigation canals, with the idea that it might slow evaporation and also create energy. So perhaps, depending on the leaching issue, that could be well fairly described as an innovative or good idea. Finally, there's a lot of research underway to find different chemistries of the solar cells. The most promising, I think, is probably out of Germany, involving a mineral called perovskite. I hope I pronounced that right. But it's not clear how much of that will actually pan out. It's just research at present. But again, let's remind ourselves of why we're here. It's not whether solar panels are good or bad. But rather, we're here to ask, are solar panels dirty? No different than dirty oil or dirty coal or dirty natural gas. And the answer, based on everything that we just reviewed, is yes. Solar panels are dirty. No different than other forms of energy. And that's why they're not green or clean or renewable. Those solar panels are part of the dirty green family. And that, folks, ends the presentation of facts and data this morning on dirty green energy. Part one focused on solar panels. So let's now briefly switch gears to analysis and opinion. And I'll simply ask you a question. Are you surprised by how dirty solar panels are? Because I bet most of Americans would say, yeah, I sure am. In fact, I'll tell you what, I know that's true. I know most Americans will frankly be shocked by this. To prove it, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go to your internet search browser, type in solar panels and go to the news section. I want you to read through as many headlines as you care to. Do you notice a pattern? What you're reading is an endless stream of articles and videos that solar panels are green and clean, renewable. Well, guess what? That's a lie. Those words, green and clean and renewable, those are branding words, expressions of personal values and opinions, but it's not truth because solar panels are dirty in some ways similar to or different from oil, natural gas, and coal. And by the way, today's podcast is just the start of how dirty these things are. We will no doubt discover other surprising things about this technology. So, for instance, Mr. Biden has announced plans to dramatically expand solar panel installations on federal lands out west to include undeveloped wilderness or nature. So what's the environmental impact on, say, animals and plants? And by the way, whatever happened to conservation? Hmm. Or what about this? And my goodness, this is a big one. Solar power is inherently intermittent. Which is just a fancy way of saying that sometimes the sun doesn't shine like at night and that has very real effects for being able to consistently power our homes and hospitals and factories and yes charge all of those electric vehicles that are slated to come online we're seeing this play out in germany in fact where they have been installing solar panels since the 1990s as a part of a big government push there for solar but now right now The Germans are firing back up their coal and natural gas plants, in part because the sun didn't shine as expected during the past six months. The wind too, by the way. More on that later. The bottom line, my friends, is this. Solar panels may be a lot of things, but they are not green. They are not clean. They are not renewable. The facts tell us that they are dirty and they deserve to get the same degree of scrutiny that other forms of energy get. And that's why on this podcast, I focused so intently on doing this scrutiny because it appears that very few others in the media have the spine to do it. So tune in tomorrow, my friends. We are going to pivot from solar panels to wind turbines and put those things through the same degree of scrutiny as solar panels. By the way, here's a teaser for you. Did you know that the U.S. federal government will not tell us how many eagles are killed each year by wind blades? They say... It's sensitive law enforcement information. That's bizarre. We really need to know that information. More to come. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, Verse 32, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. What is the
2: No Spin News all about?
0: You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not non-partisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know, what we are and it would then crystallize what we do
2: listen to the no spin news subscribe to bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available i'm mike slater from the podcast politics by faith this is a crazy time in our country it's stressful a lot of anxiety and it's gonna get worse and i realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.